Hello again and welcome to Belfast High School History Podcasts. This is John Wishart from Belfast High School and today we're going to look at NICRA, we're going to look at who supported it and we're going to look at what tactics they used. So who supported NICRA? Well NICRA was clearly supported by the Catholic population because they were the ones who were clearly at a disadvantage in Northern Ireland. It was they who needed the civil rights. It was they who were disadvantaged in terms of civil rights, in terms of housing, security and um, jobs. And uh, clearly they supported NICRA and what it was able to do. It also had the support of liberal unionists as well too. Liberal unionists would have really felt that um, the Catholic population needed to be much more at home in the United Kingdom. And as... Uh, citizens of the United Kingdom, they should have full rights. There were also Protestants who really just felt as if this was the right way. It was made, made sense that uh, everybody should have equal rights within uh, the UK as well too. And there were those who were left wing and there were also those academics as well too who really did want um, uh, you know, equality and justice within the state. What form of tactics then did NICRA use? Well, it used a range of tactics. They obviously took a lot of their inspiration from the American uh, civil rights movement and Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, sense of protest and non-violence. They had placards with statements like one man, one vote, jobs not creed. They sang protest songs like we should overcome. They used television to promote their message and they used forms of disobedience. So. This was arranged in a series of events which we have to understand. Probably the biggest key one to understand is uh, in a little village called Caledon. And Caledon was a little village near Dungannon in County Tyrone. And this is going to be the unlikely setting for the start of the civil rights uh, protest movement. In Caledon, houses were actually being allocated by the Unionist uh, Council and they were allocated to, uh, in one case, to a, a single 19-year-old Protestant girl. And what made this such a, an issue was that uh, there had been many Catholic families on the waiting list for a long time, including the McKennas, who had, I think they were a family of five, uh, and they had been waiting for a long time for a council house, and yet this was given to a single 19-year-old Protestant girl. So this created such a storm that um, you had the local MP, Austin Curry, a nationalist MP, who, who came to Caledon and actually squatted in the, in the house with a number of supporters as well too. Now this squat uh, gained widespread publicity, which you know is what Martin Luther King Jr. was doing in the United States, was getting widespread publicity for what was happening. So in August 1968, during this Caledon squat, uh, the BBC were able to come and broadcast what the situation was, why this was happening, and why a Westminster MP was squatting in a little village in County Tyrone. And this put widespread publicity to the issue throughout the United Kingdom, bringing these issues for the first time to a wider audience. NICRA was emboldened by this here, and it immediately started to try to keep the ball rolling. And what it decided to do next was use the tactic of marching, peaceful marching. I decided to march between the, um, 
the village of Coal Island, all the way into Dungannon. So Coal Island and Dungannon, both of these here are obviously very close to Caledon. And again, this is to highlight the issue of housing and discrimination within housing. Now, they marched, they had big numbers, and they marched from Coal Island uh, towards Dungannon, but they were stopped from getting into the town square, where they hoped to have a, you know, a final protest march by the RUC, the police. Uh, this didn't um, cause any violence. There was a lot of anger about being stopped beforehand, but it didn't cause any violence. And to be honest, the march did not gain very much publicity because there was no violence at it, and because there were other big events going on in the news at this time as well too. However, Nightgear was not to be put off and decided to have another march which was scheduled for October 1968. This was going to be a big march and it was going to be in the crucible of um, the housing protest which was Derry. Derry had huge housing problems which needed to be highlighted. So they were going to march in Derry in October 1968. Now, marches, micro marches were often met by counter protests, by counter marches which were organised by loyalists. And in this case, the apprentice boys, the loyalist apprentice boys, decided they were going to have a march, or um, certainly a, a protest against the Nycra March in Derry, Londonderry. So this caused the government to try to ban all marches, uh, which obviously would have suited the English government anyway. However, Nycra were determined to keep pressing, and they were going to continue and have this march. So on that day, 400 people turned up, which is a lot smaller than what they expected. Um, but they had amongst those 400 people, four members of parliament and an RTE television crew. And this made things a lot more um, a lot, a lot more important. It made this march very important about what was going to happen next because the march set off and it immediately was confronted by, uh, by, by the police. And this march ended up in violence and the violence uh, from some policemen against some of the marchers was broadcast across the world. So uh, the African-American civil rights movement was taken off the headlines for the first time in a while. Vietnam was taken off the headlines and Northern Ireland became the chief headline across the world because of the violence that was actually meted out in, um, in Derry in October 1968. This caused widespread anger and a lot of nationalist anger as well too. And it led to O'Neill being put under been put under severe pressure as well too. Uh, he had to make his um, five-point program, for example, and he had to try to, um, you know, work with uh, other unions to try to get reforms, to try to get things changing. But it wasn't quick enough. And in January 1969, things were beginning to heat up. You had um, People's Democracy March, and you also had the Newry March, which you know ends up in, in violence within Newry as well too. So these levels of tactics are being used by NICRA in order to try to gain much more reform and to get civil rights for all. Hopefully this helps you to understand this, um, this small topic. Uh, we're going to be moving on now to see what happened in 1969. Thanks very much for listening.